0: Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Hemming and Hawing. It is, <laughs> as always, it is Brett on the mic with my co-host, if not the mister. He's he's the man of the hour. He's the man of every hour. He's the man who does all the work on this podcast. I just bring the personality. <laughs> Sean, how you doing this evening? I'm doing
1: well, Brett. <laughs> I tell you. You carry us on air. I guess I do the work behind the scenes, although work might be a bit of an exaggeration.
0: I mean, you've got to, you spend, you spend, I would say hours, you spend hours.
1: I do. That's the frustrating part is like, I want to, I want to make it reasonable, but also I (laughs) really want to just make it as easy to edit afterwards as possible where we just roll and, go straight through and not have to, like...
0: I think that for the most part... I mean, how much editing do you normally do on an episode? So, also, PSA to all the listeners, we're going to do a little bit of a pull-back-the-curtain-behind-the-scenes moment here, talking about episode 10, which has been recorded but not released uh, with our lady friends, Sean's fiance Haley, and my girlfriend, Sam. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. No, it was good. It definitely... There were a few contentious moments. <laughs> wow. But that's also just uh it's an interesting it's an interesting group of personalities. And right. Especially and especially, I don't know. It's in this situation, I'm used to talking with Sean the way I talk to Sean. <laughs> <And> <laughs> it's right. I was gonna say
1: different group of communicating styles.
0: For sure. And it's and it's yeah, and like I said, I don't think i I would say I probably didn't change that much in my approach.
1: <laughs> I think we had more a little more patience and space for other people to talk and
0: That's I yeah, there were definitely probably moments in which I normally would have jumped at someone or I would have I would have attacked you probably, but Yeah,
1: probably. No, I think it went well and I think it was kind of funny because it with four people giving everyone a chance to talk goes way slower, you know, twice as slow. So it was definitely yeah. moving through topics or so like we didn't really get to everything we had planned or.
0: And then all of a sudden you run into tangents and yeah. like, and uh, yeah, that perhaps the next time, if there is a next time, we'll have to have a, a definitely a bit more structured. Like they talked about.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> well,
0: you know, it would probably go a long ways.
1: Uh-huh. I guess. Right. We just kind of have to move past conversations faster and move on to the next topic which you know sometimes doesn't make sense sometimes you just want to talk and see where it goes
0: oh for sure and that's and that's and i guess that'd be we could run one like that a a more heavily structured (laughs) kind of like moderated debate Mm -hmm. uh, and compare the two and see what people like and what we like to go from there you know yeah see where we're really at because i I don't know, I thought it was fun, I thought it was a good time, I thought uh there were definitely some interesting conversations to be had and perhaps more to come from it. Yeah. Perhaps. But would you say so we were talking beforehand, would you say this was an episode where you're gonna put a little bit more work into cutting up?
1: I was thinking so. I know it was trickier with the audio because I don't think everyone came in exactly at the same level, so I have to decide whether or not I want to try to smooth that out or just let it ride how it is and like have Sam be quiet or something, which, you know, that's fine. But then also like on the front end, we had some funny moments, you know, while we were just messing around and not really into the conversation yet and trying to figure out where to put that. I think on one episode, I kind of just stuck some stuff at the end, just kind of for fun. That was like, we had some parts from like before our episode and some stuff, stuff from after and just stuck it all there and sort of made good it up. work. Or if I should like do some like snippets before, although you kind of need like a full few minutes and sometimes you need the context of the whole like 10 minutes. Otherwise like it's not really funny or it doesn't make sense why we're referencing something. So it's kind of tricky where I don't want to just like let 15 minutes of nonsense run for three good jokes
0: <laughs> so yeah, that's I but also I don't know, there could be something to be said for hey guys, like I'm just tossing these jokes in there. We'll see. We'll see if uh you you put the context to the comments. <laughs> Unless they truly are just not funny without it.
1: Right. <laughs> just like what the hell is Sean talking about? <laughs> what that why did they laugh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it'd be it was perhaps a little less relationship heavy than I'd imagined. Mm-hmm. i guess i would say it's just reflecting on it
1: it's just how it always goes like it always takes a lot more time i guess to like get going and get into it's so easy to want to talk about like tangents and other things like early on because you have so many ideas of like oh this shit happened and like this story and that story and then like you know we're probably an hour and a half day, in and, kind and of fuck. Yep. <laughs> it's like okay well you know let's move on to this and then right you only have however much
0: time It was a long episode, too. Or at Mm -hmm. least I felt like we were talking a while.
1: No, we didn't. I I think we talked, like, real conversation for at least a solid two hours.
0: Yeah. So I was... Not that that that's, like, an overly long time, but it is likely... Well, I think it's longer than I'd expected. You know, it's kind of hard to... It's hard to discuss what your expectations are after something happened. (laughs) But... That was I wasn't sure i that was probably the hardest thing for me to get my mind around like how is this gonna go? Is it going to be generally successful? uh I don't know, but i thought it I thought it was overall pretty good.
1: no, I thought it was good, and I think there's lots more to talk about next time if we want to, but I think it was good I think it was a good foundation builder and layer, and I think we all just enjoyed the conversation you know, without even worrying about the fact that we were recording it. Like it was just a good conversation for the four of us to have to keep developing our friendships.
0: For sure. No, I, I agree with that. I think it was, uh, yeah, I think it was pretty solid across the board. Hopefully, uh, hopefully the people enjoy, hopefully our homie and hopefully Hans is, uh, on his bullshit. We love that.
2: <laughs> shout out <laughs> two shout yeah, so, outs in a row.
0: Yeah. So you better, uh, all the people need to listen to episode tend to get that reference. But assuming Sean even keeps it in, my goodness.
2: Oh How's <laughs> it featured.
0: So the only other thing I guess that I was gonna talk to you about talking shop was Nick asked me the other day if he if he could get involved at some point in time in the near future.
1: Oh cool. Yeah, I know you mentioned that a while ago.
0: Yeah, and I was like, you know, man, I mean I'm I'm down. If you wanna if you wanna check, if you wanna head in, dive in with us, why not?
1: For sure, that'd like, be great.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I don't know exactly what we'd talk about, but I mean, it's not like he's not going to bullshit with us about anything.
1: Yeah, I don't think we'll have to worry about that. I guess, yeah, maybe we'll have to come with a little bit of structure.
0: I th- yeah, I think a little bit of structure, because I, I assume he'd be more comfortable with that just in general. Mm-hmm. But also, it's not, yeah, like I said, it's not like he's scared to just dive in and bullshit on whatever. Yeah. Because I think, I, think I think he'll fit in very well.
1: Oh, Absolutely. See so, you no know, issues there.
0: But that was, and that was the other thing I was thinking about, you know, having talked to Tyler and Nick about this and I I don't even think I've told Nick the name, but I know Tyler's listening. I was kind of reflecting on stuff just thinking about, like, we're very open about stuff in our lives on here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, I don't know. I can, it wouldn't surprise me if some of the things can be taken the wrong way. You know? I like if some of our if some some of our commentary, especially on like our friends or family or whatever can be taken the wrong way. And I don't think it's for anybody's sake except just to get it off my conscience for the most part. Because I don't know, maybe I'm not being – maybe I'm being not generous enough with how people would respond to what we said or to ourselves. But <laughs> there's not a – there are two people we've discussed on this show that I genuinely don't like. Almost everyone else that I've discussed that we've discussed, I adore, you know, mm-hmm. and even if like the quirks are brought up and not always the most positive light, like, I don't know, I've got plenty of negative quirks. Are you kidding me? Yeah,
3: so it yeah. was
0: just a it was an interesting thing to reflect on over. And I've been thinking about it for a while, but I don't know, I would hate that. I would hate for anyone to think that uh, we said something rude about them. And if we did, I mean, like. One, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean for it to be rude. I'm just being... uh I can't say I'm just being honest. because <laughs> That that does not sound <laughs> better. Not,
1: right. You're, uh, you're just bullshitting and not... You're I'm not, not being, being careful with what you say. Or you're not even being honest with what you say. Because you're just sort of, you know, saying shit, right? If they, If you're saying it to their face, or if you're saying it to me honestly, you wouldn't be saying those things.
0: Maybe. But also, I don't know, like... Yeah, certainly, that's almost certainly true to a certain extent. Like, there's a mild persona, but also just, I don't know, I love you with your quirks. Regardless, uh, if if anyone out here takes a, <laughs> offense or uh, feels criticized based on what I say, I promise I love you with a quirks and all, and I know <laughs> I've got mine too, so. Yeah, no, that's good to...
1: I agree that's good to bring up and I guess I'm a lot less <clears throat> been thinking about that less or less on my mind about what who we talk about or what we say but yeah I think I also haven't been thinking about it from someone else's perspective which it seems like you have because I know that neither one of us has a shred of negative feeling towards basically anybody and
0: like I said Connor's the only person, who, like, he can go fuck himself. <laughs> Everything I say about you, bro, if you ever hear this, is supposed to be offensive because you're, uh, you suck, but. <laughs> well, there's a little, yeah, and but, I guess you've made yourself
1: abundantly clear.
0: I uh, would have to imagine I've made myself very clear.
1: But yeah, with everyone else, there's, there's only positive feelings. Yeah, say.
0: exactly. I have no I have no animosity, no negativity, like I don't know. Those are if if you're if you're a person being talked about on this show, like I said, minus two people, uh you're a person who's very significant to my life and I care about you.
1: Especially Joe Biden.
0: Amen. Especially Joe Biden and all the other ridiculous politicians, uh which one hilarious that Cuomo got five point one million dollars for his book about the pandemic and leadership but whatever.
1: Got <laughs> to <laughs> get that paper.
0: Which, you know, the, everybody says don't knock the hustle, but that guy can oh. fuck
1: himself too. You, of course you can knock the hustle. Get the fuck out of here.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but you know what I mean? He got fucking paid for it, so... Huh? Oh.
1: <laughs> He's get a piece pa- of shit, but he got yeah, paid you for can't it. Get paid for child trafficking. Like, no, that's not a hustle I respect. <laughs> like, if you get paid for manipulating <laughs> public opinion for some paper,
0: lose a lot of respect. I was going to say something like, "Oh, are we really going to compare it to child trafficking?" Well, yeah, I mean, you yeah, know, he did sure. he did actively talk about uh, try to cover up how many people died during a pandemic. So yeah, I yeah, I'm not going to say it's that much better. No,
1: he certainly has a bigger impact than the average child trafficking employee.
0: I obviously in my heart of heart slash brain, I know that that's right. It's just not something I'm comfortable saying at this well, moment. <laughs> that's
1: fine. It was an objective statement, not an emotional statement. So I don't want to be compared to the wrong style of statement. If you have an emotional response to that, we are not, we're not making comparable points.
0: If you have an emotional response, you're a fucking pussy. <clears throat> Strong Isn't disagree. <laughs>
1: You're not harsh enough.
0: <laughs> if you have an emotional response to this, you don't take child—you tra- take child uh, trafficking too seriously.
1: <laughs> if you have emotional response, you probably are helping the FBI cover up all the child pornography they're pushing out in the world.
0: <laughs> yeah, no shit. The FBI is pushing the child porn. <laughs> this is what we're gonna launch it to.
1: Well, you know, I figure this is a great transition to another conspiracy theory that we've talked about before about the possibility that you could even consider that COVID came from somewhere that seems a little
0: <laughs>
1: against what if people want it to come from. So, well,
0: Sean, first and foremost, we have to stand up for China, and i will stand up for China. I, I would will not stand for up the, for the I CCP. Would hate for the CCP to be maligned by. Uh, American news commentary. God, what a fucking stupid country we are. The
1: CCP has the greatest record as an authoritarian government of the planet, probably ever. Although I guess I'm not really a history buff. But they are absolutely rocking it over there. It's pretty tricky to run a centralized government and even partially centrally control the economy like they have and come out of it alive. The
0: most impressive part to me is like, yo, they're just saying... It's incredible that they just—I don't know—I don't know. I think it's incredible that in this day and age, it's being done. You know, like in an in an age where the world's never been more connected, their even their atrocities like are, are not that big a deal. We know everyone knows about them. But that, oh my
1: goodness! I know. And
0: this bullshit, this fucking speaks to how goddamn dumb the world is. Well, you know, I think in the world of like the USSR and Lenin and Stalin and all those Mm -hmm. fucks and Pol Pot, whatever, all those fucks, everyone else in the world was like, no, that shit's not okay." Like we condemn it. And now, Jesus Christ, we've just got our tails tucked saying, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's just different over there. It's China. It's different. It's not our culture. God, if I hear fucking pussies.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: It pisses me off, dude. We've got... No. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, I Carry think this on. is
1: an important point about like how you can think about these things. Like, Someone can easily separate thinking about there is a different culture from these are the hard stops. We cannot cross these lines. And it's not yeah. hypocritical if you or other countries have crossed those lines in the past. This is something For that sure. we just agree upon it's, it's as humans. What, it's pretty
0: significant about what's going on now.
1: Right. Like, this is an agreement. Like, this is a line. You can't cross it. But also, you know, there's something to be said about actions. Like, we know what's going on in North Korea, and we haven't, you know, not that there's, like, maybe there's no solutions to try and go over and fix it. Like, we shouldn't just, like, Vietnam them and just, like, fuck up their country for a few decades. (laughs)
0: Let's not Vietnam them. But, like. Okay. Here's a, tell me how you feel about this statement. I don't really fucking care if we fuck up their country. I just don't want like Americans to die for a ridiculous cause in a foreign war. All
1: right, and that's that I mean that's the tricky part. And all the while like we're saying people are just like absolutely in brutal conditions in North Korea. I mean in China, you've got a few you know millions and millions of people in brutal conditions. <laughs> Literally millions. Like same yeah, North Korea's I don't need tens of millions. I think. Oh, China's Sean, the same.
0: like 1.2 billion of them. What's a what's a couple million? Come on. <laughs> right. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's a percentage game.
1: <laughs> it is a. I guess it's the story of like we're not even close to done with world politics, and we love to forget that and like kind of act like oh we all play together and we're this great okay. world. Like but,
0: legitimately, like, though, it is the most. Insidious form of like political correctness. Like I think talking about being PC and like PC Bros is fucking dumb. Like that talk about something that's insanely played out is the term politically correct. Right? Oh, for sure. It's so played out. It's it's annoying. It's like when we we're it's like when we were talking about canceled, like the second first or second episode. But like, mm-hmm. can, canceled is played out. Right. You're late to uh, the
1: party. This was a cool word like five years ago.
0: Seriously, I. <laughs> but it is – why I say it's the most insidious form of political correctness is because these ideas that we have to let other places commit heinous acts because it's not our culture and it's different there. I No, if you're, if you're stoning or caning gay people, you've got a fucked up culture. If, you, if you're genitally mutilating women, you've got a fucked up culture. There's nothing yeah. wrong with saying that. That's not okay, based on them being human as the qualifier. That's mm-hmm. the only thing I need.
1: And the question is, what can you even do about it? Because, like, starting a war over it's you know certainly a big commitment, and who knows whether or not it's actually going to have a positive effect in the end.
0: How about we start by talking about it?
1: Right. It's definitely talking that seems about to
0: be it. Be a pretty easy. <laughs> I would say. I would dare I claim that would be the easiest thing to do it is kind of
1: interesting how like everyone's the attitude is like let's just not talk about it and hope it goes away like it's legitimately the attitude of people who are in charge and who think about this like economically we're in incredible competition with china right now like the next few decades will really show like potentially a actual power shift in the world structure and order of who has the most control and influence over the world which is like insanely important like the most important thing perhaps and like everyone's just kind of sitting around hoping like all right this is just gonna work out for us in the end which you know again like what can you do but it is is—it's like but
0: also that's the the significance of it is what makes it so appalling that the mm -hmm. conversation is just people just refuse to talk about it and And maybe the
1: calculation is that like we're just like we're just gonna sit and wait and try not to piss them off but no, you it's can go pretty fuck wild. Yourself,
0: if that's your approach, you can go fuck yourself. Because I refuse to. I refuse to say people being sterilized and ethnically cleansed is something you should just sit and wait around and just not. We're not going to worry that much about it. It'll be fine. It's just, it's just a uh, minority. You know, who cares? Just yeah. a minority religious group. It doesn't matter that much.
1: No, it's a lot of bullshit. But it is. Yeah, I don't know. I think the whole COVID like origin story is I mean, that's just so fucked up because it is a lot of different factors. It's not just like we don't want to piss off China. It's also like protect science and we're all too stupid to understand how human psychology works in groups and stuff like that. So, you know, it's just this complete clusterfuck of everyone being too stupid or like not actually thinking about what's going on for long enough to come up with a real plan. And then it's just, like, it's just so transparent as to, like, what's going on. Like, okay, you're just playing narratives. You're just all pretending. Like, there's also, like, enough people getting taken along for a ride that, like, you have this clever cover-up where, like, legitimate journalists are, like, actually confused about whether or not they should have agreed with the lab leak hypothesis, like, long ago. And it's just, like, oh, my gosh.
0: I, I don't care if anyone agreed with it. I don't, really, I don't really care. Like even I don't even consider it. I mean, yeah, yeah. The thing I care about is actively trying to shut down something that uh, <laughs> seems to have come around to the point of awfully damn reasonable if you're to follow the mainstream media. They're at least to the point where it needs to be discussed. Reasonable to the point where it needs to be discussed, not necessarily wholesale awfully reasonable. I uh, didn't misspeak, but I disagreed with my word choice.
1: Yeah,
2: and we're
0: just
1: playing like stupid games of like Oh, if we consider it, then we're just you know propping up conspiracy theories and blah 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 blah, and it's just like these stupid games where everyone acts like they know what's going to happen. They know how the dynamics of social media are going to work, and they act like they know how the dynamics of all the weird white people in their basements are going to work, sitting at their computers. Well, and it's the issue like
0: is we started caring about what those people think. Yeah, and you're all idiots. We didn't start like. That don't pretend you know about these morons
1: right and it's i mean it's probably just mostly a cover-up for like whatever the fuck but it's just like i don't know it's just to me at this point it's almost so stupid and such a distraction to even be worried about the fact that the media is like just sabotaging this so horribly because it's like we know that's what's going to happen every single time and it's almost by still like lamenting the fact that the media is fucked up like we're just kind of playing this other game but i mean obviously some sort of functioning media is important how
0: are you supposed to there are clearly there's clearly still a fair amount of faith in media otherwise it would have changed and if media wasn't making money or something along those lines it would have changed so i disagree with the idea that we're just playing a zero-sum game that's a distraction from a more serious problem. I see this as the serious problem still. And to to join, to pick up my pitchfork with my conspiracy theory brothers and sisters, <laughs> I'm sick. Bah, bah, bah. These fucking sheeple don't want to hear the truth about this. <laughs> at, least, at least to the point where these are still, eh, profitable. Not necessarily true. But... There's still companies with significant sway and influence that are covering in insane ways for a disgusting leadership group in the CCP and taking bullets for things that they just don't need to or that there's no reason to. Like mm-hmm. what, is, what is the point in taking a bullet for the CCP? Why? Why? Is, is Xi Jinping gonna suck your dick? I doubt it. Well, I think it's You'd probably have you stoned for it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it's the same motivators of like probably first is money and second is the feeling of like doing the right thing or some important thing or you know for some sort of like you know it feels right for doing the good fight.
0: You want me to here? I'm gonna say something that is pisses me off that this is something that in my core I believe to be a real reason. Even though it's the dumbest reason in the world. I genuinely think people think there will be racism against Asians if they shit on the Chinese government.
2: And I think that's a
0: motivating factor for people to tie their hands a little bit with approach.
1: I mean, yeah, who knows? I mean, certainly... The fact that every single news outlet is going to be talking about it then is going to make it a reality. So it's kind of hard to separate those
3: things.
0: Well, I mean, I, 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 and yeah, I agree with that I think talking about like Asian hate and stuff and having it blasted everywhere probably just makes them a target for crazy people. But it's not hard to say. Chinese people are more captives than they are, you know, to the CCP than they are a part of the problem, in my opinion. And it's not, it's not saying that the Chinese people have no, you know, are just going along with this, whatever, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm not trying to be offensive to the Chinese, I promise. But the, (laughs) I just don't believe that, I guess I'm, yeah, Here. Perhaps giving the benefit of the doubt, but I don't believe that the majority of the Chinese people, the Chinese populace, think that uh, Uyghurs should be imprisoned and uh, sterilized. Mm-hmm. Perhaps I mean, I'm throwing too big of a bone, but it's, I mean, it's I a comfortable no idea. hill for me to stand on.
1: What I know is that I, I just really have no idea. <laughs> what no, their culture sure. and I thoughts have, I, like like yeah, i'd be amazed of course I
0: have no idea
1: but also what i do know for sure is that like the ways we think about these things to me are so like bizarrely simplistic somehow or like we miss like obvious points like china has a population of over a billion people right like the yeah. vast vast majority of those people are humans just like me who care about fundamentally and inner- are motivated by the exact same things they're not doing evil and they're not necessarily doing good like they're just people going about their days just existing caring probably on average about doing good for the world and i don't understand how like we lose sight uh, of this narrative
0: fundamentally good guy
1: Mm, sort of oh oh,
0: okay okay i have a very long-winded explanation you did say on average <laughs> uh, you think those people are doing good for them? I don't world have
1: a mind. very long winded response to that question, I think, which is I a mean, way too deeply philosophical.
0: If you're gonna but, if you're gonna make that claim, I think you have to say that on par, on balance, more people are good than than evil.
1: Sure, I'm comfortable going with that, but it's just like I mean, yeah, I don't understand why we can't realize that this is like some people who are not aligned, like the CCP is not aligned with what the rest of the world wants, like they are by definition to the rest of the people yeah. bad people and there's probably some, a lot of bad systems in place in China that and creates bad people. we
0: don't know what the Chinese people want is because we can't know what the Chinese people want right. because if just, they didn't, if they were trying to get things out against the CCP they'd be trying to fucking shut it down or they might just disappear hmm because those are things we know happen.
1: We no,
2: no, no, know no. I mean, it's just power- like, No,
0: we, we absolutely know that powerful people that speak out against the Chinese no, government no, no, of course. have a tendency to disappear.
1: Yeah, and I just don't understand why, like, this is such a complex idea that we don't have to just play these stupid games and, like, all just act like idiots when it comes to China. Like, it's a pretty simple fucking story here.
0: I, I, yeah, buddy, I'm, I am wholesale with you. I promise. It's just, I, I, yeah, it it blows my mind too. And it, and going back to, hearkening back to an earlier comment you made about the success of this authoritarian regime, it's spoken to, I, I mean, something that helps is the willingness of the world currently to say, you know what, no, like, like, maybe it's not that bad. It's just their culture, whatever, whatever, whatever. We're willingly we're, – we are so willing to cover for an awful regime. It's insane. And I'm not saying that back in back in the early days when we thought we had a reg- we had an awful regime. We just went and did a regime change. I'm not saying that that's the <laughs> approach we should take. But we shouldn't be fucking scared to talk about it.
1: I think that's kind of the point or like what's going on though is like – We've sort of realized, like we kind of just can't do shit, like, I mean, yeah, we could definitely talk about it within the United States, and like that would also perhaps like accelerate the timeline of bringing things to a head with China, and I think everyone's just kind of like,
0: well, do it while we still have probably the upper hand,
1: well, I think you know one obviously like it's just a complex strategy game, and I'm not even I would not believe that most people or 99% of the people involved in deciding whether or not they should talk about the CCP or even thinking about complex strategy games here but like you know there's also the thought that like well eventually this regime in China is going to fail like guaranteed and eventually Xi Jinping will become too old also like at some point something's going to happen and something's going to break and maybe just like internally China Goes through another revolution or something. So, you know, it's kind of a tricky game of like, should we act now and get them while we're still stronger and while the world's on our side? Or should we, you know, do something that maybe is better for the people of China where we don't have to start a fucking war or make China do something drastic like starve 100 million people again? So it's kind of tricky. But that,
0: but I don't, I'm, and I, I don't know. It's, it's definitely kind of tricky, I think, is a vast understatement. <laughs> but, But I don't know. It doesn't – I can't see the harm in talking about this regime for what it is. It's very tough. It's very hard for me to see the big issue in discussing the CCP like you and I do. Not, And I'd probably talk about it a little too harshly. No, I I mean – I don't necessarily think anything is unwarranted, but –
1: I mean, in one sense, they took – a country that was, you know, quote, unquote, third world, where a lot of people were, you know, not to our standards of doing great, you know, whether or not they really got better lives all working in factories now, who knows, but I mean, they're certainly on the up and up and they brought so many, I mean, just hundreds of millions of people out of starvation within the last frickin three or four decades or whatever.
0: Uh, only we only lost, uh, I don't know. 60, seventy million people along the way, it's not a big deal,
1: right, so it's like you know <laughs> shit, man,
0: yeah, it's an interesting it's a it's a it's an interesting to look at a net positive situation there, and I think it's it's obviously something that should be discussed when having a wholesale conversation about it, but I don't know, I don't know, I think uh, I think we're a little too kind when discussing the c c p still <laughs> At least for mm. my taste,
1: yeah i i like I agree. I don't see the harm really in having at least a twenty percent more honest conversation about it. I think like openly talking frequently about how horrible they are, like maybe would provoke them. But I, I mean, also like I don't know, they're also real fucking people over there. Like it's not like Xi Jinping actually thinks he's this fucking great guy, or at least all the people around him. Like at some point. Somebody there is, like, actually fucking a real human who realizes what's going on, and I don't think we're giving or them credit for that. how well do you think
0: they are at discovering that, and then we're going to weed that out?
1: No, no, absolutely not. I think <laughs> the vast majority of their population in high-ranking positions of power absolutely has a, a pretty reasonable gauge of what reality is. And there is a culture difference in how they see the world and how, you know, probably how they value, like, individual freedom and shit like that. But oh, I don't think there's that much of a difference where. But
0: that's not, yeah, that's not even part of the conversation. But well, I, it's part of the conversation, but it's not, you know, uh, that significant. What I'm saying, just, but I, maybe it is. Maybe it is. If you don't, if you don't value people as an individual, why should? For me, valuing every person as an individual makes me treat them with humanity. So if you take that away. You know what I'm saying? If you take away the individual and look at it as a collective and say this collective is bad, this collective is good, then maybe it does make it very easy to do wildly inhumane and horrible things.
1: Yeah, maybe. But like also I don't know, who's stupid enough to think that killing the Uyghurs is making the world a better place? Like no, nobody really thinks that. Like nobody really thinks killing the Jews is going to... People
0: absolutely thought shit like that at all points and point... point kind, I don't know. Sorry. I don't, I don't think that's... At all points in times in history.
1: I don't think that's actually what happened. I think that it was just everyone going along with it.
0: But how much better does that make you?
2: I don't know. I how mean, much, I don't think,
0: what, what does that absolve you of?
1: I mean, I, I don't think you I think it's very tricky. Like, I think they figured that out in World War II like it's really tricky to say like sorry you're guilty because you know where do you draw these lines i mean i don't know i don't think the point is to make value judgments and figure out like who we need to prosecute and who we don't like i think the point is that like
0: then how can we talk about it on on balance as the ccp like yeah no i know
1: what you're saying i mean right you have to draw the line somewhere i I guess it's just like the activities or the groups of people that lead to this. Like they just need to stop I mean, and is, not be yes, doing so those
0: things. Is the person that is the person that schedules schedules the sterilizations? Is are they a bad person? Should they be punished for involvement? I don't know. I no, and I'm not, not. I'm not necessarily claiming. Either way, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I, I, I don't know. I don't even know. Like I said, I don't even think these are important points, even though it feels. No,
0: I hundred I percent agree with that. Yeah, that's not the significance of it. But I think it's. I would probably go more towards. I I bet there's more significance in valuing the individual as an individual than I think you're giving it credit.
1: I think it's tough for me to know what i like, I think there's the classic stereotype of Eastern cultures of like oh they value the individual less, but I think it's really hard to to know what that's like and how different it is from the way do we do it. I mean, I think America maybe is the extreme of valuing the individual the most, but it's not like
0: I don't think I don't think historically you can see that, and I definitely don't think you can see it now. I think I think everything in writing was done for that, but I don't think it's necessarily played out at many points in times, and it's certainly not progressing currently so i don't know i i I, and and historically we've seen when people are not treated as individuals horrific things happen Mm -hmm. and that's i think that's just a factual statement
1: no it is i mean it's a factual statement about psychology like if you don't see the other person as another human who's similar to you, like...
0: Equal, yeah, in, some, in just some regard. absolutely
1: open the gates of hell. <laughs> so
0: how, how can that not be considered significant? <laughs> or at least be looked at as potentially having an impact on how leadership, human as they may be, may excuse their actions. I think it
1: absolutely is. I guess I'm wondering whether or not the, you know, 90% of Chinese in... Relative, you know, high positions of power, or entrepreneurs, or something. You know, the people who are, you know, closer to the average Chinese opinion. How differently they actually value the individual versus we do. Like, I guess, uh, yeah, I, no,
0: I assume it's yeah, not I, that yeah, different. I think that's a totally interesting. I think that's a totally interesting conversation. And I wish it was something that we had any. <laughs> I mean, shit, I'd take any polling that. Any was right? Polling. I have no no but, idea. But, that, and that's what makes it such a hard fucking conversation. There's no way to know anything. Maybe the fucking Chinese do love what the CCP does. Like no. you said, they've generally, the prosperity's improved. That's a hard thing to beat.
1: See, I just refuse to believe that just other people don't, aren't going to act that differently, I don't think. Like, they're not that sure, different like, than me. If
0: you're, if you're a southern Chinese person, southwestern, you're so far away from what's going on in the Northeast. You've never met a Uyghur person. You don't even know what's going on. Who knows what the who knows what the news looks like in China? I have no idea what the mm. you know we have no idea what the amount of information being passed into, especially in the rural areas, even looks like. But I don't know. It's it's probably it, it's very easy to say. You know, my life is better. Uh, that shit doesn't affect me. The, none of the negative shit affects me, just the good stuff because I'm allowed to go to work and I make so much more money than my dad and my granddad and whatever that why should I really care? I think
1: that's the North Korea brainwashing. I don't think that's how people usually, I don't think they usually give credit I, to their government. I
0: that's. I think that's, I think a lot of people are motivated by My Life's Better these negative things aren't happening to me. Who fucking cares?
1: Absolutely, but I don't think they necessarily credit it to the government, like you're saying. Like, I, I think they just yeah, sort I of are like... I don't
0: think people say it's not... I don't think they consider it a detraction.
1: Yeah, sure. I, I guess I'd say probably most people in China are just completely apathetic to the whole fucking thing. Like, I'm sure, like, actually a billion people in China just sort of don't have strong feelings...
0: About the whole thing. Yeah. And that's... And that I'd be... I'd be very interested... I mean, just looking regionally. Like, China's such a big place. The United States is a big place. And and opinions on things vary so much Mm -hmm. region to region that it'd be very, very interesting to have some of the data on, on China and what their people think region to region. Like, what's the world or what's the city... What's the area around Beijing look like? What's the area... Closely, close to Hong Kong, think about the Hong Kong situation. It's like, what are these, you know?
2: It'd mm-hmm.
0: be, it's such a, it's probably not that diverse, you know, like, hey, it's probably not that diverse, but at the same time, it is so diverse. It's not diverse in the sense of they don't have a thousand different colored people like the United States does, but, or from even significantly different routes, but if you're talking thousands of miles, I would say those are significantly different routes. Oh, they have
1: insane diversity for sure.
0: You know what I mean? It's just it's just not diversity in the sense of we're used to talking about it in the United right. States. Right, right. You
1: don't necessarily look different, but you certainly act different. Yeah,
0: and, and like, your history's wildly different, and yeah. I don't know, I mean a different, yeah, going back a couple hundred years, you've your area has belonged to different people. Yeah,
1: and like your whole area got raped by Japan for a a long fucking time. And these other people over here don't even know where Japan is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, We had to worry about the Mongols, you know? Right. For sure. So I don't know. It's, it's very interesting as a discussion. It's just, it's, and that's what makes it so impossible to have these conversations. Just there's no real way to know anything coming out of China is that accurate. Mm And
2: it's
0: getting, there's, Kind of, there's an argument to be made that there's no real way to know that the things coming out of the United States are that accurate. (laughs) Except for the fact that we have such substantial free speech and things like Substack and things like Patreon Mm -hmm. that that allow independent people to still make a living. Right.
1: Yeah, you definitely, you have to understand some of the games or you have to listen to somebody who understands the games because you have to read through like the layers of deceit in the games to understand but then of course you have to like trust that you're listening to the right person who's distilling the information for you you and, have to
0: take everything with a grain of salt yeah, <laughs> all and, the time
1: right because it's like well if i trust this other person who's just given me it, their own spin on it now i'm off in fucking la la land again
0: my honestly my approach is generally like try and find people that seem like good people you know mm. Hmm. people that value human beings and are willing to correct themselves, or willing to say they're wrong, you know, like that kind of thing is what generally impresses me with people I read.
1: For me, it's always looking at whether or not you're selling. I've, I'm always so confused as to why people aren't better at knowing when somebody's just like selling, like they're trying to make money as like a significant portion of their motivation and like revolving like the most of what they do just revolves around this idea and it's just like to me it's so blatantly obvious like all of the time when people <laughs> are doing this and are you also
0: a little cynical are you are you would you say you're more likely to assume someone's selling than to give them the benefit of the doubt that they're not
1: Uh, Probably. I think, because I think probably they don't even realize it.
0: I just think that that's, uh, you know, it's uh, it's Uh something to consider.
1: I think they don't even realize it a lot of the time. Like, the people who actually mean well, like, don't realize that, like, (laughs) this desire to do well has gotten, like, twisted and, like, they're actually just selling now because they just want the largest influence or whatever. And, like you know they're so far from like if they actually cared about what they say they cared about they'd take themselves off air because they're doing a disservice to the things they care about like to me that's always so obvious and yep. i don't know i don't know I mean, maybe it's because i'm maybe it's like our generation or something too cuz people are used to like trusting the news or something like that which is very foreign to me like i've never trusted a single thing i read in the news probably like on face value like my first reaction is like, hey, that would be funny if it's true, but I don't actually know if it's true because some motherfucker yeah. just kind of printed it in this newspaper. But also, Who the like, fuck I might cares?
0: screenshot it and send it to somebody. Right, camera. no, because it's funny, right? <laughs> it's like, this yeah, is exactly. fucking <laughs> hilarious,
1: and I, I don't care at all if it's true at the end of the day. Exactly.
0: Like, it doesn't right. fucking matter.
1: Right, because if it is, well, then great. Well, I'm going to get, like, four other articles about it and actually fucking figure it out if I care. Otherwise, it's yeah, like, wow. Then it's like, going to be even crazier, but that's Right, like, what, like, look what the fucking New York Times printed. You guys are absolutely insane. Like, holy shit. It
0: was just, it was funny. Uh, it was really funny today because I had, I, I had a moment that is reminiscent of this conversation. So I was uh, at work and we were unloading trucks during our move, you know, trying to make everything happen and <laughs> we were, we were loading conduit off the last truck of the day. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really long sticks of one inch EMT conduit. Like, yeah, it's, they're painfully large and, and cause it's a bundle of like 30 sticks okay. of, this conduit, oh, of one inch conduit and it's on a flatbed and Frankie, he's the homie. I love him to death. Uh, he's the man, he's from Durango, Mexico, and he doesn't speak that much English, but he speaks enough English to be pretty funny and he's really helpful with my Spanish and he just just works his ass off he's a great dude and taylor (laughs) taylor handed me down because we had a couple individual sticks up there and he handed me down a stick and i was like oh shit is this like is this 25 or 30 foot you know just asking he goes no it's 20 and i was like i don't think so like looking at this this is longer than 20 feet so he waves his, he waves his tape measure in my, in, in my face and he goes, okay, if you want, if you think it's longer then measure it, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. So I went and stepped off and I was like, Taylor, it's, it's longer than 20 feet. And he goes, well, Will, Will told me it was 20 and Will's my uncle and our boss. And I was like, okay, then throw me the fucking tape measure. Cause there's no way this is 20 feet. If it took eight steps.
1: Nice. Got yeah. a little challenge here.
0: Yeah, so I was like, mm, you can go fuck yourself. This is wrong. <laughs> and so I, I measured out. It's 24 foot one. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Taylor, like I, I told you it was 25 feet. <laughs> and he looks and he goes, well, well, Will told me it was 20. It was I was like, well, Taylor, the difference is, is you believe your ears and I believe my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is yeah. probably a little bit of a rude thing to say, but. <laughs> wow well,
1: what do you expect?
0: But that it just made me laugh having this conversation because yeah you can either you can either believe what you're being told or you can believe what you're seeing,
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and and I don't and then the other I don't know so I I can imagine this conversation conjuring up like the Santa Claus line where like believing isn't seeing seeing is believing but <laughs> <laughs> right yeah we're or not they, talking about fucking children's movies here or the
1: religious line but.
0: Yeah, faith is always significant.
2: Yeah, but I, I in, a, mean, in a
0: moment like this, when we're talking about something in real life that we are both witnessing, and it just—it was just so interesting to me to be like, "Yeah, dude. I mean, I—you can physically see that this, like, you can literally see that this is longer than twenty feet." <laughs> um, no, nah, sure. I mean, you could argue that my. Thirty foot guess was more off than his twenty foot guess, but what I knew is that it wasn't twenty feet, and I was willing to put in the work to question it, even though he assured me he was correct.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like that's that's just and that just feels like a a, a very reasonable comparison to how Americans probably approach news. Mm-hmm. On yeah, balance. I think.
1: Just like the instinct to not even measure is definitely there, yeah, and i it is a lot of work to like think for yourself, and especially if you i mean if you care enough, I guess, and you're excited enough, then sure you can go to do the research or look up a couple of different stories and try to get the real story for yourself, but it is a lot of work, like to go find the information and to f- figure out for yourself what seems to be right and what seems to be a good way to think about it and I guess, though, like a lot of people seem like they really do care about it and they seem interested enough in it to have strong emotions about it. So it does kind of make you wonder why more you don't see more people doing that, it seems. Or maybe they do do that and just still seem to parrot the same ideas maybe, that their favorite news outlet bad says.
0: At it. Yeah. Maybe everyone's just bad at it. Like I think that's a reasonable hypothesis. It's, it's definitely
1: possible. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, I'd would put that in the top three hypotheses. If, uh, no
0: one, no one is gonna, no one is gonna look at you and say, "Yeah, like I'm not a free thinker. Mm. I just follow along with whatever here." Right, no, no, no fucking person, unless unless you maybe are the most self aware person in the world, you're not gonna say that. <laughs> <Unless> <laughs> yeah, are, it just
1: doesn't matter to you, you're like, I kind of yeah, just you like are reading
0: exceptionally self aware. Like I just, I just don't really give a fuck.
1: Uh, I just want to just repeat headlines. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. So unless that's you, no one is going to say no. Like I don't. I don't think for myself. Like I just. I just don't pay attention. I don't care. I don't. I don't pay attention. I don't care. Totally things I've heard and are very reasonable. Yeah. I don't think for myself is not something I've heard. Eh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So no one is going to think that they're. No one is going to claim to not be a free thinker. And this is if you're just. Fly on the wall listen to this conversation. It might be one of the more arrogant conversations we've ever had, but <laughs> at least in a while. But
1: I guess that it's Yeah, it brings
2: me. There's to... all
0: kinds of confirmation bias is I think right. what people don't think about. Like confirmation bias is the thing you've gotta try and fight. You need to actively seek out the thing the things that disagree with you, not the things that agree with you. If you seek out the things that agree with you, you're always gonna fuck up if you seek out the things that disagree with you and analyze it as though they're reasonable or starting from the point of which they're reasonable, then you might be successful.
1: Mm-hmm. For me, it's always being self-aware about my emotions and my initial emotional reaction to different stories or ideas. I think and catching that and thinking about it is always interesting. Like, you know, if I hear like, oh, you know, this is this liberal perspective on this thing, you know, it's like, how do I... You know, emotionally respond. And I'm to that. not a
0: fucking libcon. <laughs>
1: That's what I was. I was thinking about that before. Like, I have like more negative initial jerk responses to like, like the liberal, like I don't know motivations or like the ways. Oh,
0: I for sure do. I absolutely do. But then, like, do.
1: if you like, if I really sat down and analyzed myself, which like I think it's just so stupid even it's so consider to, to call to yourself so liberal dumb, yeah, or conservative 100%. like
0: uh, yeah, I couldn't agree more like I Loki more. I think
1: so much less of you if you do this
0: right. <laughs> there's no point why would you want to fucking label yourself oh my goodness are you, are you fully aligned with every single concept oh my this? goodness if so you're if, if so you're a fucking moron you're, you're
1: not, a fucking
0: moron a just be a person be an individual don't be part of this fucking these dumb fucking groups that people love
1: and I get it that like I guess you're using it for like the clout that comes with the words but it's like if you have more than five seconds to say something meaningful,
0: like all kinds of bullshit.
1: If you have more than five seconds, like I was thinking about this the other day, like here's the interactions where the words liberal and conservative are useful, right? It's like you walk up to someone on the street and you're like, hey, I'm Sean. And they're like, hey, I'm Jenna. And it's like, hey, Jenna, how are you? And yeah, they're Yeah, Jenna,
0: like, how you doing, girl?
1: And they're like, hey, um, I'm pretty liberal. And then you're like, all right, thanks. Goodbye. It's like the five second interaction. Like now I know all this about you. You're a fucking liberal. Like. Okay, that tells me nothing. This is useless. And it's like, if we have a minute yeah, to talk, you can be like...
0: not helpful.
1: <laughs> I know, you can be like, oh, you know, here's a, a real opinion about something. And it's like, you don't even yeah, have I, to mention even, the word liberal.
0: Even the fucking terms, they're like neoliberal, neocon, like old school, like radcon. Like, there's so many... If you've got to fucking attach 37 qualifiers, maybe we shouldn't be using the words anymore.
3: Damn, we if fucking you have got them. To
0: attach, if you have to attach three letters to the front or back <laughs> of the word... To more accurately describe yourself in the subsect of this fucking dumb group, maybe you should be identifying as part of the group. Maybe you should just be saying, This is what I believe. And I think it's just a it's just such a silly cop-out to not have a serious conversation about your beliefs or thought system to just say to people like, This is generally where I'm at, without saying the words, this is generally what I'm at, but I don't really agree with all of it.
1: You know? hundred percent agree. We just went on a tangent on our tangent, so I'm gonna backtrack us to
0: I don't even remember where we were at finishing
1: right my thought on that. I have a worse knee-jerk reaction to the liberal than I do conservative, but also if I really analyze myself, maybe I'm like I'd probably say I'm pretty like me middle of the pack, maybe I'm slightly more liberally aligned, but certainly have a worse negative opinion of the ideas <laughs> of liberalism or at exactly. least the way they're currently, like, often used.
0: Yeah, so, okay, my question for you is, where do you think that sounds from? Is that just because, like, you just get so annoyed with what you see as perhaps a more popular... I mean, at least in, in the worlds that we've lived, it's generally more popular to be liberal or to have liberal ideals, slash, it's things you see a lot more on media in general.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So do I you think, think that... Yeah, where does this come from for I you? I think
1: it's, like... What I love about it is, like, it's actually, like, well-meaning, and, like, they're actually trying to be, like, more open and, like, progressive often and, like, stuff like that. And that's all stuff, yeah. like, I'm big on. But, like, the naivety, like, really grinds my gears. Like, that's probably, like, the one, like, if, I, if you had to insult me the most, you'd probably, like, call me naive. And, like, that really just gets to yeah, me, to like, say this, I like...
0: wasn't thoughtful about something is... Uh-huh. That, but like, it's... cuts to the quick...
1: It's Because like, I, I have promise this,
0: you, I've thought about this.
1: <laughs> I have this, like, emotional desire to be a good person and to, like, include okay. people and not to, like, <laughs> not to, like, you know, take this old, you know, the conservative old thing Utopia of, like,
0: Sean.
1: <laughs> take, like, you know, this is how we've always done it. Alright, we can do better. Like, great. Like, I'm in with those, like, quote-unquote liberal ideas or, you know, whether or not that's classically liberal. Who the fuck knows? But, like, the idea that you don't take this and like think about it—I don't
0: think you'd be classically liberal.
1: No, definitely not. I think
0: I think there are plenty of things you align with as far as classically liberal goes in general freedom, but also I think I think you're a little bit more control people slash things than a, than a true classical liberal should hmm. be or would be. That's why I don't think that I don't see you as a libertarian either. I don't see you as a full-on like fuck the government, not interested
1: guy. No, no. I have no yeah. home for sure. Not that I want to. No, a home. That's I, I don't the fucking really think thing. I've got a
0: home either. But I'm like I'm I'm probably the closest, most closely aligned to libertarian.
1: Sure,
2: sure. Because I don't
0: really was... give a fuck what anybody does. <laughs> as long as it Doesn't fuck with me. Go fucking do whatever you want.
1: There, you you summed it up perfectly.
0: <laughs> but
1: that was our yeah. first. That was so now we're almost back to our original train of thought. We are. Um. Which I but had did a second that, Did ago. you
0: get to the point where you thought... I don't I don't know if we ever got to you answering my question of why do you think that is.
1: Oh. Yeah, no, I think it. I just like...
0: Do people get confused f- when we're talking in the sense that when I'm saying why do you think that is, there's <laughs> nothing descriptive in that sentence about what you should be thinking about. <laughs> Even though you know what I'm talking about. And I, I know what exactly you know what about, you're saying. Yeah, like we're talking about the idea that Sean is more maligned towards quote-unquote liberal speak and ideas than other and then other directions and i'm intrigued as to why but i didn't want to say all that
1: (laughs) it probably is largely just because like i've seen a lot of what i guess you'd identify as like liberal leaning people just saying things that i think are super stupid and just naive like i said and like like, the right sentiment, but, like, it seems like you just haven't thought about whether or not that works in the real world and has any sort of grounding at all. And I don't know. It's just, like, I guess I associate it with a bit of softness as well in an excess, like, an excess of just, like,
0: These guys are fucking pussies! (laughs) Sean Thompson.
2: Sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 It's just, like, but also, like, I don't know I probably don't think very highly of like a super conservative person at all either like I don't know I guess I don't see that as much maybe that's probably what it comes down to
0: yeah we've been we've been inundated with lib speak for years and years
1: and it's just like because like the super conservatives are just like
0: just their positions are more where laughable you fucking live dude go are they go I'm just like more talk to someone where you live Sean <laughs> you won't I find guess... an uber conservative get out and make friends
1: Like, the stereotype of the uber-conservative is just, like, I guess more blatantly laughable of, like, I don't know, like, the person who's still, like, the gays shouldn't be married or something like that, I guess.
0: Yeah, but then the person who wants equal outcomes isn't as laughable as that person to you?
1: Yeah, I guess I don't, like...
0: And I, like, I'm not, I'm not taking a side either way, I just think every, I think if you're an extremist in any political spectrum, you're a fucking moron, but... Except, like, I mean, I don't even, I don't know. If you're on the left-right, if you consider yourself on the left-right spectrum, look at that. The words we use these days make me sick. Oh, my gosh. But they make me sick. But they're they're the language within which we live. So, fuck it. I'll use the verbiage. So, if you find yourself on the left-right spectrum, especially on either end, you're a fucking moron. And stop. Get some help. Go out and experience reality. Be a real person. Right. That's my my one and only PSA.
1: You need to stop thinking the way you're thinking currently.
0: Yeah, because the way you're thinking currently sucks. So, keep it moving. (laughs) But no, I find my... (laughs) I find myself generally uh, more maligned towards liberal ideas, too. And I think, yeah, I think there's definitely a fair amount to be said for inundation. Like, it's just, it just it. The years that we spent in school, they were mm-hmm. kind of long in the sense of, and it's not. And like I've always told people, and I genuinely believe that, yeah, it was a time for me, for the most part, to sharpen my sword. You know, mm. I think I think I I got much better at expressing my ideas, and I love my silly little Bluebird friends. I love them to death, and I would not want I I well I want them to change, but <laughs> I. <laughs> But I love that they're willing to talk about the things that they are willing to talk about. Uh, but it just gets – it gets so exhausting in – again, using the language of the current day and age. It is tiring to have the same conversations over and over. Just feel like you're hitting the fucking head against the wall. But also, I always had the conversation. You know, it's right. not – that was never something that stopped me from having the conversation even though I knew how it was going to go. Or I could – With 97% accuracy, I probably could have put their sentences together for them. (laughs) And that's that's the thing that's exhausting. It's just like, oh my god, beating this fucking horse over and over and over and over and over. Like, it it, it never felt like... And both sides. Both sides. Both sides don't have original thought or intriguing thought. But I've been inundated with one for probably far too long.
1: Hmm. I guess it's like the question then is like how do you have interesting conversations that aren't these fucking narratives and even like a lot of the interesting people that I listen to like they are still stuck using a lot of the same stupid fucking language and still chasing the same ideas and a lot of the times just like reacting to the idiocy of like these just fake ideas that we probably just shouldn't even care about at all
0: yeah, I I don't know. It's just it's fascinating. It's fascinating, but I think I think so much of our animosity does come from, or at least ours comes from being inundated with just those ideas constantly, and that being the only viewpoint you ever hear, mm-hmm. at least for a long time. And I mean, I don't know. I'm dating a fairly left girl you know not and like i think she's a, she's a very good thinker but she is she generally leans more liberal than mm-hmm. uh any other way i would say i think i think she's probably a little more pro individual than she's willing to let on but
1: <laughs> yeah because you know she's very smart and understand what actually fucking works so that's got to slip in at some point
0: and just like having the conversations, it's like, and and maybe maybe that's maybe that's more credit to her that she doesn't use and that she doesn't use those labels, you know. Mm-hmm. She doesn't describe herself in these ways, uh, or doesn't when she's thinking about being an individual, immediately jump to like describing herself as a libertarian. So yeah, you know, here I'll come full circle and say credit to credit to Sam on that. But I don't know. It's it's fascinating, dude. It's fascinating. Because we're obsessed with labels and these titles and figuring out what box to put people in, it's a weird obsession.
1: It is a weird obsession. I don't, I don't know. I guess you can make the argument that it's useful at some level, but to me, it's just. And like, you,
0: you could probably make the argument that your brain's hardwired to categorize. Well, yeah, you know? yeah for I'm sure, sure you can. I'm sure that's just a, I'm sure that's just like, a fact. When like you just,
1: have, when you just keep having these conversations over and over again, like this is the perfect time to retrain yourself to use other words. And other ways of thinking, like you could be doing that instead of just keeping pounding your head against the wall of how do we think about this through a lens of left and right
0: yeah, which is such yeah, and it's it's so weird that people love to people love to ascribe their they already have their thoughts picked out because they're choosing to view the world through this lens, and yeah maybe and obviously we all do that like i and you. I'm comfortable saying, view the world through a more cynical lens. But Mm. it feels like at least we have a chance of seeing what's happening by doing (laughs) that.
1: I guess it's cynical compared to someone who doesn't think at all about what's really going on, because they're all just fucking rainbows and roses or something. But I describe myself fairly optimistic. I, I I agree. It doesn't come across a lot of the time because it's.
0: And I think cynical is way different than pessimistic. Oh sure, sure. In my opinion, I, I, that might that might not even be true dictionaryally if that's a term, but I think so. The way that I consider the words, it is.
1: Okay. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Might not be quite fair to to put those as antonyms: cynicism and optimism.
0: Yeah. You know. So I I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what's necessarily correct there, but it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like it's fair to say that just because you're cynical, you're not an optimist, or that you must be a pessimist. Mm-hmm. Because just because I'm just because I'm not impressed with the situation at hand does not mean that I don't think it can be turned around. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think I do see so much opportunity. But I, like I was saying, I think it's I think the natural course of like discourse ends up being towards like. The cynical things and pointing out what's going wrong and like that's just like what we're obsessed with like viewing like it's literally the epitome of our entertainment like we're always just waiting for something to go wrong like whether you're like a gladiator or like on the real or housewives
0: car crash as we're watching a car crash, we're a car
1: crash. like we're yeah. just like oh it's fucking something should go so horribly wrong oh it's gonna be so great
0: yeah, yeah. no for sure yeah, I it's it's an interesting part of the human condition. I don't know, I don't know. That's and I think that's probably a conversation for another time to, mm-hmm. to chat no, about that sure. and why that's something that people just get hard over. But yeah. let's let's flip to a little more of a fun conversation. But first, I'm gonna kick it to our sponsors. Uh, sponsor for the third time in a row, Sean. That's pretty impressive.
2: Wow, commitment. Yeah
0: right? And this is a fascinating company. I really want to talk about this one because I think they provide a good product. So it's called Pennies for Cactuses. And pennies, that is pennies, spell it, the word pennies. If you can't spell pennies, you don't deserve a penny for cactus. Pennies, the number four, cactuses or cacti. You know, they should really adjust their name. But penniesforcactuses.com, that's cactus with an E-S. Uh, what they do is you choose what you pay for your cactus, and depending on how much you pay, they send you a higher quality cactus. So if if you choose to pay three pennies, if you're willing to throw in three cents plus shipping, obviously. I mean, these things can't come free.
3: First, uh,
0: but you can choose to have you can choose to have elongated shipping, which means the next time 10 or more cactuses for less than 50 cents are being shipped to your area, you will be able to pick it up at a pennies for cactuses drop box, which is a nice feature in the sense that it really, it really lessens your uh, shipping and handling fee. Mm. But pennies for cactuses, they they take the world in the most capitalistic, beautiful way. They say, if you're going to be a cheapskate, you're going to get a shitty cactus. This thing's probably dead and spray painted green. You know, it's going to look nice. It'll probably, we'll probably put some needles in it, make it sharp. But
1: you not it's have not to gonna water. be live.
0: Yeah, you don't have to water. It's not gonna be live. It'll be a decent little addition to the house. Uh, but if you're willing to, if you're, if you're, if you're gonna spend, you know, the seventy-five dollar plus premium range, you get yourself a gorgeous multi-paddle, beautiful living beast, hand-delivered. Are cactuses beasts? I think so. But I man, think so. I think so. And honestly, I've heard rumors that if you're willing to spend over two hundred dollars, they include a bird. Wow. I have not been willing to. Inc- to I haven't hit that you. price range yet. Got I've got six forty-two cent cactuses on back order currently. Hmm.
1: Uh, well, I went a little more expensive. I threw in ten dollars and I got myself a nice little barrel cactus.
0: You already got yours. That's incredible. I well, did. I
1: was I was in early on this.
0: And and that's the thing. That's and our our listeners have an opportunity right now to get in early at the pennies for cactuses. And don't be a fucking cheapskate like me. I'm gonna get six very mediocre looking cactuses that, like I said, are almost certainly not alive, slash their spikes or needles. But if you're willing to spend the money like Sean and get this thing delivered to you, you will have a beautiful living thing to brighten up your apartment. And it's almost carefree.
1: Right now, you can use our promo code, HEMANDPAW, to get double your money. You put in $5, they'll send you a $10 worth of cactus.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is not something you can do every day. This promo code will not be active as long as this episode is. So if you don't jump on Hem and Haw, if you don't type that into pennies4cactuses.com you might not have the opportunity. (laughs) And this is not one you want to miss. This is not one you want to miss out on because they are such a low maintenance. It's not like having a fucking dog or a cat where you gotta walk it, you gotta care about it, you gotta feed it. Like It's just a nice plant that's gonna add to your room. And honestly, this is for the men because... Men, we're, we're less reluctant to keep living things around. I don't know what it is, but we just hate the idea that there's life around us in our apartments or our houses. Get yourself a fucking cactus. It's a green thing, spray-painted or otherwise. Chlor- chlorophyll or spray-paint, it's going to be green. And it's going to look nice. Like, you're... The amount of suitors that will be impressed with you having living things in your apartment, and if you place... If you, <laughs> if you do what I did... And if you place six orders, even at the $0.42 cent level, they will give you six different looking cactuses. If I just buy one $0.42 cent cactus tomorrow, which right now is an $0.84 cent cactus, I don't want to brag, uh, and I bought one next week, I might get a very similar looking cactus. But if you're buying multiples at one moment, they, they go out of their way to make sure that your cacti are very different looking. It's, it's an exceptional company at an exceptional cost with an insane promo right now so just again just as a reminder that is pennies for com. uh promo code hen just type that in the search bar and they will boost your they will boost your in which I, I don't know i the, the verbiage is wrong they didn't give us an ad for this one people people love to just let us rip sean it's really weird they do um it's very wonderful trust that they're, from that, <laughs> that they're willing to trust us mm-hmm
2: but they yeah, know they we know, love They know that.
0: For our, that's the thing. We only, we only talk about things we endorse. Things we, would we use. would not advertise. Yeah. yeah. We would not advertise on this show if we did not endorse it. And that's a, that's a, that's a Brett and Sean guarantee. Uh, and some would call that a BS guarantee, but that's just shorthand. Uh, so yeah, pennysforcactus.com. Get yourself a lovely cactus. They're going to give you twice as much bang for your buck right now. So, let her rip, boys. Make your apartment look like you care and have living things in it. All right. Let's dive into a more fun segment or a more fun, interesting – still interesting conversation, but perhaps a little uh, more lighthearted. Absolutely. And full disclosure, full disclosure, Sean. We we did talk about this a little bit beforehand, and I did hear about it on a different podcast. So, I heard about this first on a podcast I was listening to today, and it was – a survey from UGov, So today.com dot, or today.ugov.com. Never heard of it before. Before today. Uh, and it's called Rumble in the Jungle. What animals would win in a fight? Hmm. And the first part is kind of boring. Like, like what animals fighting what other animals would be successful? Like no one. I don't really care. Yeah, the idea that elephants, rhinoceros, rhinoceri, and yeah, grizzly bears and tigers would generally come out successful is not that impressive versus a goose and unarmed human you know
1: right the more interesting matchups that we've been waiting for
0: the the much more interesting <laughs> part of these polls are man versus beast is the subheader so the question it pits you up against let's see here 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 animals so it pits an unarmed human against 15 animals, and they surveyed Americans uh, to see how we thought this thing would go if we were to square up against these animals in a fight. Sean, are you looking at this uh, article? I have
1: pulled it up, and I am enjoying it already.
0: Yeah, it's, I, think, I think we start at the bottom. So, so the first animal, or the animal where people thought were men and women— because we've got numbers for both, and uh, whole numbers, where they thought they'd be the most successful was a rat. And I think that's fair. I think it's fair to say (laughs) the majority of humans would find success uh, in a battle uh, to the death with a rat. But what is stunning is that a mere 76% of men and 68% of women assumed that they could kill a rat in one-on-one combat.
1: I, I think that is the highlight here. I mean, it really only says you think you could beat it in a fight if you were unarmed. And I, I'm not sure what you would think of yourself as a person after saying that a rat would beat you in a fight.
0: What, is it, what does beat in a fight even mean with a rat?
1: Like, what are you imagining? Like, like you run I away screaming? Like,
0: what is, yeah. I can't imagine the scenario within which I'm alive and I say the rat beat me in a fight. Like, I squared up with this rat, and it just, you know, I I didn't have it. I didn't have it against this rat.
1: <laughs> I guess, yeah. Just ran around the whole time, you couldn't catch it, got exhausted.
0: But that's not really a fight. Like, like imagine yourself in, like, a walled-in, like, octagon scenario where, yeah, obviously, like, a rat could probably fit through the chain link. But <laughs> in a scenario where neither one of you can escape and you have to square up with each other. like Like, that is the intent for both of you, is to fight. What... What? How are thirty percent of people saying that they can't k- beat in a fight, let alone kill a rat? It doesn't make any sense. I don't
1: know. This is. I, I guess that's where, we're we're learning something about uh, how we, I guess, just like completely overblow the idea of a rat. I don't know what, like,
0: and that's where it's it's so funny because the bottom of the the bottom of this graph where it's yeah, rat, like. 72% of people think they could beat a rat in a fight versus the top end of the spectrum where 6% of people, 7% of men, and 6% of women think they could beat a grizzly bear in a fight.
1: <laughs> what? I would, I would just love to see the lineup of people <laughs> who answered yes. Like, maybe it's a few actual ripped fighters, but I bet it's just, like, quite a few... Just like your average overweight person who would just get their face torn off.
0: What person doesn't get their face torn off? The only the only option you have to quote unquote win a fight, aka I'm 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 standing by like kill an animal because I don't think like there's no if any, if a grizzly walks away did you win the fight? No, right? No. It's gladiator style. Like when yeah, you yeah, thumbs up or thumbs down at the end. The yeah. yeah. We're fighting to the death, and there is no chance I'm able to kill a grizzly bear unarmed, unarmed. I mm. how 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 could you how could you possibly what what ability do you, are you going to choke it? That's the only option. Uh, yeah. You can't cut it. You can't hurt it. It's got skin it that's like ten times thicker than yours. You can't kill a grizzly bear <laughs> barehanded. It's impossible
1: what what amuses me is this this next one lion we have the only one where women think they would be better at fighting it than men we have cool I know, have 40% of laugh. women <laughs> 8% of women <laughs> feel confident that in a fight with a lion they'd be the ones to walk away victorious
0: yeah of course cuz that's that's a totally reasonable sentiment that you could that you could ever beat a lion in a fucking physical altercation <laughs> None of these make any – like the tops and bottoms don't make any sense because the next one up, a total of 69, hashtag nice, percent of respondents thought they could beat a house cat in a fight, Sean.
1: (laughs) I know. I I was shocked at that. Like house cats aren't getting enough respect, I guess. I would think people would be kind of terrified.
0: You think that people should be scared of house cats?
1: I would think that they would be like more irrationally scared of house cats than rats. Like it's you basically think, the same percentage.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But you don't think you don't think seventy percent of people thinking they couldn't beat a house cat in a fight is irrational. Of course terrified.
1: they could. No, no, no. That's what I'm
0: saying. Like I think they are also irrationally terrified of the house cat.
1: <laughs> I don't think. Sean, people are... Sean, the average,
0: house cat weighs less than ten pounds. Yeah,
1: I don't think they're they've ever been in a situation where they've had to like fight something probably or been like. Actually, scared oh, I, for I their have life. been
0: in very few con- situations where I've had to fight something, no. but I know I could fucking kill a house cat.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, I think we'd all be amazed at how much we turn into animal mode and just go shape shit on a house cat. Like, we'd probably do some nasty things to that cat.
0: I, I can't imagine if, if the house cat and I were squaring off, I can't imagine that lasting more than two minutes. Absolutely. House cat dies immediately. Like, if, I get one, if you get one good kick on the house cat, it's over.
1: Oh, if you set a timer for me that too, yikes, that thing's going to be...
0: I would be the aggressor in the house cat fight.
1: Yeah, it's like, okay, right, if you set a timer and said, you got to beat this cat in five minutes or we're going to shoot you, I think that cat would be done in less than 30 seconds.
0: You know what is kind of obscene though? This is this is, I think, the craziest part. This is the craziest stat in this in these fifteen animals that humans square off against. Eight percent of people between well, eight percent for women and nine percent for men think they could kill an elephant bearing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't- more think.
0: people think they could kill an elephant than a lion or a grizzly bear.
3: <laughs>
0: I don't even care if the elephant's aggressive. You can't physically – well, and again, it's not kill. It's beat in a fight. In which, fight. What does that mean? What does that mean with, a lion, with an elephant? So I'm standing by kill and I'm replacing it because that's what probably people thought. You know, I would imagine that's where people were at thinking-wise. Yeah, so what are you going to box its trunk that, off? Yeah, or like, like I, you cannot wrap your arms around an elephant's neck. You can no, maybe no. get both of it. Ar- I don't. I don't even think that's true. You cannot kill an elephant with barehanded, given any amount of time in the world. And even with like a pipe, I have a better chance against a grizzly bear or a lion than an elephant. I could wail on a fucking elephant all day with a pipe, and it would probably just be annoyed.
1: Is uh, you? You'd have to, uh, yeah, there's just there's just nothing really to say, say about it. Like, eventually, you'd just get stepped on, and it would be yeah. over.
0: Or gored with a tusk, and a talk about uh-huh. over. Or if they grab you, I imagine if they grab you with their trunk, it's over. I think that's something that big elephants could do.
1: Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, I, I found a video of Iowa State
0: Fair bear wrestling. Oh, my God. <laughs> they have a, what is that even? They
3: have what a mat weird?
0: set up, and it's a guy <laughs> wrestling a bear.
3: <laughs> what? Is it I'm like I'm pretty sure it's like a train bear. No...
1: no? Yeah.
0: It's like some WWE shit. not nah, talk about something I'm not interested in, personally. But
1: No, it's just some dude who's actually friends with the bear.
0: <laughs> Sean, how do you feel about what do you think about the King Cobra stat? Fifteen percent of people think they beat a King Cobra in a fight.
1: I think that's one of the most interesting fights. For sure.
0: It's so I see I see yeah, I see that as like perhaps the most 50-50 matchup.
1: Cuz
2: hmm.
0: I think even a large dog, I think you probably you probably come out on large house dog generally.
1: No, definitely.
0: A guy okay. like
1: I i feel comfortable comfortable going yeah, up. I, mean, gonna, I wouldn't gonna want be, to. You're going to take cut some up wounds. And not in a good spot. Yeah.
0: But I do think you come out I think through large house dog, which is rat house cat Goose, the idea that 61% of people think they could lose to... 40% 40 of people think they'd lose to a goose in a fight. (laughs) A goose? Those things are fucking
1: mean, dude.
0: Yeah, they're vicious. That doesn't mean they win in a fight or kill you.
1: Not a chance. You fucking cook them for dinner. For sure. It's wild. But I think... The King Cobra, I mean... Uh, yeah, that would be that'd be a tricky fight because I mean none of the other ones are like actually immediately dangerous to you like that. Where if you get hit once, you might be in a bad place.
0: Well, grizzly bear, lion.
1: Okay, yeah, I yeah. Think yeah, are, yeah. You're I mean that's place. just again like we discussed like that. I mean that's not even a fight. Like
0: yeah, no, it's just over for the people. <laughs> like, you like, just
1: need to you don't knock really, it in the ring. Yeah,
0: they used to have lion fight. I think this is this could be talk about ridiculous history but I'm pretty sure they used to have lion fights with like sets of gladiators with armor and weapons
2: Mm -hmm, it's not a
0: safe bet either way (laughs) so if you think if you think you can kill a lion or a grizzly bear or an elephant or a crocodile barehanded and a gorilla you're a fucking idiot there is I think gorilla's probably the most likely to kill you they are like they have dexterity they're insanely big and strong if you got on their neck, they could just slam you against the ground or reach back and rip you in half.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, them and grizzly, for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, a lion's not exactly like it's too far away, but you know, yeah. I don't know if... The yeah, whole thing I'm, would be almost impossible.
1: Right. The King cobra, like, I don't know, would you take... I mean, kangaroos, obviously, like, I'm not scared of that. The idea, would that, you take,
0: yeah, the idea that people are less confident in killing a kangaroo than uh, a... <laughs> King Cobra or a Chimpanzee is... is would you go... Right, would you
1: take the King Cobra or would you take the Chimp?
0: I'd probably rather fight a Chimp. Ooh. I think I've got a better than 50% chance on a Chimp than a King Cobra. You
1: think so? Chimps are and I fucking Oh, dude.
0: It, yeah, but if a, if a King Cobra bites you, it's fucking over.
1: Yeah, I don't How know. How big are Chimps? I'm just looking that up. Ooh, they're like 100 pounds.
0: Yeah, how and how, probably how like
1: twice as strong as humans for their size. Um, for
0: sure, That's that, Okay, so, so they're now only two and, like and a half feet. Man. Yeah, so now you're fighting a, a grown man's strength in a little body. Mm. We'll call it like yeah, like you're squaring up with a a, per, a thing that is as strong. We'll call it a, a, a strong grown man. I, I you know,
1: ju- I wonder if yeah, I wonder if they're
0: stronger. Daniel than. Tosh, Daniel Tosh has a really funny bit about retarded chimps. Uh, and I think it's completely serious. It's a very funny bit. Uh, it's it's very mean to Vin Diesel, but it's very funny. <laughs> uh, but I don't know, man. I think a king cobra feels like uh, if you you have to get the drop on the king cobra. Because if gotta, it bites you, it's over. Oh
1: yeah, I, I mean, right. For I, don't know, sure. I, don't I don't know. I how, guess I don't know what age they attack. like,
0: or if they're saying you could get an anti venom. You know what I mean? Like that's a right. little bit too serious.
1: I'm like, how how willing are they to be the aggressor? Like, if I get you by the tail, is that like, is that a real you strategy? You think it's gonna
0: let you get it by the tail, quote unquote?
1: I don't
2: know. You think
0: it's not gonna bite you before you? I don't know, man. Do I have to fight naked? Probably not, but also, I don't think it's got an issue going through you in no, in your not. clothes.
1: Here I have a stat from Wikipedia on the physical strength of chimps, around one and a half times greater than humans now, I'm that's not sure fine. if that's scaled to their size, but it also says the grip strength of an adult chimpanzee is estimated to be two hundred kilograms. Well, other sources say three hundred thirty kilograms, which that's insane well,
0: it's like humans it's obviously not that, but is it like I'm, is it like twenty five or fifty? It can't be fifty. It can't be that high. I don't believe that. I could maybe. I could probably be sold on 25. Fifty kilograms. Wow. That's Forty-six kind of for me men.
1: Hike. Yeah, but like that's less than a quarter.
0: Yeah. So don't get don't get caught. But I think if you kick it in the face, it's probably bad news, chimpanzee, and they've got wicked teeth. I think. Yeah, they do. But again, the king cobra is like one of the most venomous snakes in the world, isn't it?
1: Could be. I'm not a snake guru. This all sounds like something we need to do in Florida. It's be a probably place something to... you
0: can do in Florida. <laughs> they have all these. <laughs> in one place in Florida has all these animals. You can guarantee it.
1: Motherfucker, the they're four meters long. I can grab that thing by the tail.
0: You it's ages not... away. You th- yeah, because they, they fight full length stretched out. <laughs> they, curl, they curl up immediately. <laughs> and then they lash out at you and you get fucking murdered.
1: So I don't the amount know. I just... of venom they deliver in a single bite, two-tenths of a fluid ounce is enough to kill 20 people or an elephant.
0: Or an <laughs> elephant. Yeah, so the King Cobra's got a pretty good shot against the elephant. <laughs> if the King Cobra can avoid getting stepped on by elephant, it beats the elephant.
1: I, yeah, I guess.
0: I think the King Cobra probably squares up against most of these things well if it gets a bite in. But, I don't know, then it's got to live for probably like 10 or 15 minutes, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure how, how uh, quickly the venom acts.
0: Well, there you go. A king cobra can kill a uh, human in 15 minutes, or a full-grown elephant in a few hours. Oh. oh. Yikes, man. That's well, fucking good. you know, this
1: probably aren't stats that the average person knows, but it seems like that might be one of the nastier ones you could fight.
0: I, that's what I'm saying, like, I, I just don't, I would love to take my chances against a chimpanzee, rather than a king cobra, because I might, we might, it would probably be, king cobra is probably mutually assured destruction, because if that thing, if that thing bites me, and if it latches onto me, I'm going to kill it, or if I just run in there reckless as hell, I'm going to kill it, <laughs> but it will likely kill me too.
1: Yeah, definitely going to take you out.
0: So I, so the, I I think I don't know, the King Cobra the King Cobra human matchup I think is the most interesting one. And I think I'm probably being overconfident saying that it is a true 50-50 because it's probably heavily tilted towards Cobra. But you seem to be anti that idea. So I don't know. I don't know. I,
1: don't know. I, I think I, it's I think I don't know. I I don't see how you get out of there without getting bit at least once.
0: And nice that's thing. So so do you try cuz don't don't snakes like spray venom when they mm. lunge? I'm pretty sure like venom comes out of usually comes out of their mouth prior to biting you. Oh. I, I think so. Spray venom.
1: I was the on that They spray the venom by
0: squeezing their muscles in their venom glands. When cornered, some can spit their venom up to a distance of six and a half feet. Four out of seven cobra varieties in Africa and seven out of nine in Asia can spit. So you can assume that the king cobra does the no. same thing. Despite their it name. Doesn't.
1: These snakes don't actually spit their venom. Well, they spray it.
0: So what's the so what's the difference? Well, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah wait. Like it's not a
1: I'm a, just reading the first fucking no, Google I've, result. And...
0: This is um, the exciting podcasting for everyone with the two of us just goo. Just googling shit. <laughs> <laughs> as, yeah, can king cobras spit venom, although it's uh, referred to as spitting venom. That's really more like spraying it.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I take I take quite a bit oh, of but this they do, list. They,
0: uh, as king. Oh, uh, as king cobras can't spit their venom, they tend to deliver it in a more conventional manner: injection. That's tough. Ooh. They raise a third of their body up to five feet off the ground. I'm not squaring up with something Ooh. that's that fucking big i don't want to deal with it
1: i take the box off with a kangaroo
0: i i've heard the claws on kangaroos like like their feet are nasty and they will kick you (laughs) but yeah kangaroo jack boxing i think i'd have a chance but i still i don't know king cobra i think king cobra falls a little too low on the uh, it will murder you scale because chimpanzee, chimpanzee, like, like I said, it's it's chimpanzee might is is maybe the most fair fight of all, but I don't know the the king cobra is scary, scary. But the idea, that, the idea, the that, that
1: <laughs> the the elephant comes out on top when you go animal to animal. But, yeah, that uh, is fascinating. Apparently, people are more afraid of others.
0: Yeah, that is that is pretty funny. The king cobra again gets no respect in the animal to animals. It comes in pretty much at the median.
2: <laughs> no, Wait. it doesn't.
0: Why well, don't I mean so many so many animals have to step on the king cobra? You know that's all they've got. Like a moose, what are you going to do? I guess a gorilla could grab it.
3: It
1: just seems. Yeah, I don't know. I, it seems a little ridiculous. I'm. I'm pretty sure I'd just slither the fuck away.
0: <laughs> yeah and i guess i don't know how fast they can move but all the all the other animals can probably move pretty damn quickly mm-hmm. i think an eagle might have the best chance the idea that like the king cobra eagle eagle matchup who do you think wins
1: Ooh, i yeah
0: i think I'm i think there's some that the eagle
1: yeah if it's one of those ones that like actually hunt snakes for sure i'll take the eagle
0: but also just like i don't think snakes are designed to strike upwards mm-hmm Especially something in the sky that's moving at that speed. Versus once that eagle gets its talons in it, it's probably over.
1: Yeah, definitely over. I guess that's gotta be your move. You gotta jump on it.
0: I guess. Oh, that'd be that'd be fucking scary. <laughs> that'd, that'd be, be really terrifying. Scary. If you get
1: your shoes if you get shoes, that might not be the worst strategy. Yeah,
0: if you get shoes you go in feet first for sure, and you hope <laughs> that it tries to latch into some rubber, but do you think do you think you'd beat an eagle in a fight?
1: Yeah, I think so. I don't see an I don't see, I an, an, eagle I don't see an eagle like actually taking me down permanently. Like I, I mean, it would hurt. Yeah, I. You oh yeah, about you'd come out with
0: some really fucking nasty cuts. But I can't like as long as I can pr- literally protect my neck, I think I'll be okay. I don't really want to lose an eye, but yeah, if I can, if you just throw your arms up as it and allow it to dig its talons into you and then like kind of rip it down to the ground through that. And once that eagle's out of the sky, it's game over. This GG's Mr. Eagle. But it it's not going to be fun, but I think you win that fight the vast majority of the time. I think so. Cuz yeah, as long as it literally as long as it just straight up can't attack the especially front but back of your neck as well, I think you'll I think you win.
1: Which animal would you have as your second here in a fight? Like, let's say you're rolling up, uh, you know, two-on-two kind of style.
0: Are we going animals on animals, or are we going of the 15 human on animals? The one I get to square up with.
1: You can get animals.
2: Oh, The whole list. Oh, the whole list.
0: To you. The whole list. Okay, so there's probably, for everyone back home, there's probably around 40 animals on this list. Yeah. Uh, there's Yeah, there's uh 36. So, of all the animals on the list, it's kind of it's tough because maybe I don't. Know, probably a tiger. Hmm. I think I'll take the tiger. Or I a might rhinoceros. go hippo.
1: I might I might rip it with the hippo.
0: Okay, well my my rhinoceros just murdered your hippo, so now what do we? Did it though? Uh, yeah, it's got a fucking massive horn. Those are head.
1: fucking mean.
0: Yeah, hippos are fucking mean, but a rhinoceros is big as is bigger and has a fucking weapon on its forehead. If my if my rhinoceros connects with your hippo, it's GG's.
1: My hippo bit your rhino in half.
0: I bit it in (laughs) half with its rotted out teeth. Good luck.
1: They're they're about the same size. A rhino is five thousand pounds. A hippo is four thousand, three and a half thousand pounds.
0: Oh, so I've got a twenty percent weight advantage. Yeah. So yeah, get fucked, rhinoceros. off two big boys going at it, Yeah, that's a boom, in the jungle. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think I think a tiger just for the versatility of it. Yeah. And honestly, like if, even if something happens where I roll into a. Okay, so how do you? So if I've got a tiger, if you've got a tiger, how do you handle the grizzly bear, cobra, approach? When it's you and t- you and your tiger. Do you try no, and distract the cobra while the tiger squares up with the with the grizzly bear?
1: I guess. I think you gotta distract the bear while the tiger takes it down, because I don't know how you're getting to it otherwise.
0: Yeah, but if the cobra bites your tiger, that's not great. Yeah, but then you gotta but get also, the cobra
1: while it's biting the tiger.
0: I I don't know. It'd be it'd be tough. I I can't imagine both of you coming out of that matchup. You know, I think you might still win, especially if the if the cobra uses up most of its venom biting the tiger a couple times, mm. I think you definitely have a shot then, but you do have to, you've got to prioritize getting rid of that grizzly. <laughs> I don't know. I just think, I mean, a grizzly tiger, like something that can be very, that has dexterity kind of options, or that is, you know. Multifaceted in the sense of tigers like jumping and running and grizzly bears getting on their feet and swinging their paws. I think that's a big time advantage.
1: It
2: would be kind of
0: fun to
1: It'd be a tricky matchup here. Oh shit, motherfucking polar bears are big.
0: Polar bears are fucking huge. They're probably Ooh, bigger than grizzlies. They're bears. bigger
1: than grizzlies by yeah. quite a bit, according to this the chart. Only,
0: the only, like, type of <laughs> grizzly bear, because I think Kodiak bears are an offshoot of grizzlies, and they're, I think, the biggest bear species. Because Kodiak bears are savages.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess you you could go for one of those, but...
0: I don't the... think a Komodo dragon is getting enough respect either. <laughs> Aren't those things, like, notoriously very dangerous? And they're pretty big.
1: They are pretty big. And strong. Like, all those big, like, reptiles are fucking nasty.
0: Because they're muscle. Yeah. Also, the idea that it's hilarious that unarmed human is the second lowest, like, fight winner relative to goose, ostrich, horse, coyote... I don't imagine how I'm going to kill a walrus, but <laughs> I'm pretty confident I can kill a coyote. They weigh like at most 60 pounds.
1: Yeah, coyotes overrated.
0: I think people have a skewed perception of How large, yeah. Because I've seen them a lot in my, in my life in rural Wisconsin. They're small little animals. <laughs> They're not very big. They're not like a wolf. Like Timberwolves wolves weigh like I think 180 pounds.
2: Yeah, there's some big boy wolves.
0: Yeah, timber wolves weigh from between one uh, 40 to one to 175 pounds.
2: Hmm.
0: And they can be six and a half feet long. Like that's an issue if you run into that. <laughs> but I don't know. I just I just wouldn't. I just don't see a coyote being an issue.
1: Dude, Komodo dragons will play with you.
0: I don't like that. Aren't they venomous too? Yeah, they're also venomous. Yeah, fuck that.
1: (laughs) I don't think like super deadly though.
0: But I mean, what's the bite strength of a Komodo dragon?
1: It's actually not that high, but they got really sharp teeth, I guess.
0: I didn't even, I thought, oh, I didn't even know they had teeth to be quite honest. I thought that they just had a...
2: They can (laughs) take down water buffalo? Holy fuck.
0: That's wildly impressive. Wildly impressive.
1: They're also armored up. I don't know. Komodo dragons have
0: shark-like teeth and poisonous venom that can kill a person within hours.
1: Ooh, that's pretty so, pretty good. Komodo
0: dragons might be an issue.
1: <laughs> and they also can reproduce without sex. That's
2: Savages. Not a, yeah. We love to
0: see it. But okay, if you Google Komodo dragon teeth, it does not look like they've got teeth. I would uh-huh. not think that they're very scary. Just looking huh. at them kind of like hiss-roar thing. There's a video of the zookeeper playing tug with the Komodo dragon. I can't imagine that goes well. <laughs> I feel like the Komodo... No, they're oh, just it. hanging
1: up. Well, I'm sure he's way stronger.
0: Nah, yeah. But yeah, seriously, look up Komodo dragon teeth. All the listeners at home, look up Komodo dragon teeth. It does not look like they've got teeth. They look like a goose. <laughs> But yeah the combination of venom and quote unquote shark like teeth is not very comforting in the in the komodo dragon square up but I don't know it's it's very funny looking at it. the funniest thing about these surveys and studies are just people are so confident in the the human ability when I can't see any reason why we should be
1: i I don't think most people ever test even a tenth of the range of what it's actually like to do things or like well i mean how many what percent of people know what it's actually like to be in a fight like a tiny percentage of people
0: Uh, yeah like i said i don't really i don't
1: have no idea like i imagine things it's like i don't even know what it feels like to punch someone it probably hurts a shit ton
0: i bet you don't feel it that much right away i'm sure it hurts a shit ton afterwards but in the moment when you're just like adrenaline coursing through your veins it's probably it probably doesn't feel good, but it probably doesn't. It's not, like, debilitating. But I don't know. But, again, that's prob- that's incredibly ignorant in the sense of I literally don't know what I'm talking about.
1: Which
2: is
0: hilarious,
1: right? Because it's like yeah. we, we often kind of think we have an idea. but It's like if, <laughs> when I really sit down and think like it, about it, I have no fucking clue what my body would be doing if I was in a ring with a grizzly bear. Like, holy shit. I would shit. be
0: dying. I know exactly what my body would be doing, and it would be dying. It would be bleeding out if I was fighting a grizzly. <laughs> That's what my body would be up to. But it is, it's It's funny because when I said uh, like humans overestimate their ability, not really. Like if, if 28% of people think they don't beat a rat in a fight, people no, are wildly wild, underestimating understand. their ability. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's just a hilarious survey in that you get both. Parts of, you get both sides of the spectrum so well represented in that 6% of people think they could kill a fucking grizzly bear <laughs> and, and 28% of people think they'd booze to a goddamn rat.
3: Yeah,
1: I bet, I bet 90% of people, if starving, would kill that fucking rat and eat it raw.
0: Oh, for sure, for sure. Fucking yeah, if book have, that. If, they, if you haven't eaten three, four, five days, probably more, because I think the body can survive up to three weeks without food. Because yeah, what? Yeah, like that. that's that's the it's the like hot like quote unquote rule of threes. Like yeah, three three, days without three water. weeks without food, three days without water, three minutes without oxygen.
1: Hmm.
0: But Unless you've been practicing. I think it is holes. technically higher with oxygen. Yeah, but but yeah, because I think I think the actual line is like four minutes without your brain getting oxygen. yeah, yeah like, sure. basically brain dead. But. It's a, I don't know, it's, it's a very fascinating, funny uh, survey, and we've talked about it for far too long, but it is, it is an entertaining <laughs> thing to take a glance at.
3: It's good to but break up like, the seriousness.
0: People are obsessed with this shit, though, like, like, what was it, two years ago, all those memes about, or that meme about, like, pick two, the rest are coming to kill you. Do you remember that? When it was no. about animals? No. Oh my god, Sean. This man, just choosing so to not just... be in life.
1: This is just recycled basically and uh slightly altered.
0: Yeah, more or less, honestly. So here, literally look up two pick two animals to defend you, and you'll see it's like uh fifty eagles, the option oh, to eagles, oh. ten crocodiles, no, oh, I do remember do,
1: this. I do remember 15 this. Fifteen
0: wolves, you know, one human with a gun. <laughs> ten thousand rats is a fascinating it's an interesting one. That's an army. That's an army of fucking no, rats.
1: Yeah, you need to fucking break that up into generals and admirals and captains.
0: Yeah, you, you need, need some squadrons. ranks. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And I think if you've got ten thousand rats and fifty eagles along with you, you probably kill pretty much everything else. Because you you you're just overwhelmed by number alone. Yeah, I would send fucking tough. Uh, I would send. 300 rats into the mouth of each crocodile, of each 10 crocodiles, just to suffocate them. <laughs> and the crocodiles I'm, are dead.
1: I'm happy you've been thinking about this for two years.
0: <laughs> yeah, now the crocodiles are dead. Okay, now I've got bears, wolves, lions, <laughs> a human with a gun, which my eagle's already killed. Uh, <clears throat> the water buffaloes might be interesting, but I don't know. It's just, it's just hilarious. It's, it, people love talking about animals and comparing them, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah pretty fascinating it really I don't gets... know we're just we're, we are obsessed with like the badass fucking animals there's no doubt about that
0: it's and okay I guess to make it a little more serious I don't know if you and I have talked about this but uh, it's pretty incredible looking at the people love big animals especially big predators so much Mm-hmm. like this is a big thing in Colorado in the last year because there's a vote to like bring back wolves into Colorado, you know, right, reintroducing right. wolves when, you know, elk hunting is a huge thing out here. It's a very significant thing and tags from hunting and fishing in Colorado, uh, comprise of like 50% or more of the budget, uh, as far as like maintaining trails and stuff. Oh, wow. Of the, yeah. Right. Of the like DNR's budget, exactly. uh-huh. and people, one, people don't know that, but two, like people are so sympathetic to uh big predators, even though it will obviously have a very negative effect on the huge elk, like the huge deer members of the deer family. Yeah, yeah, and so it's just it's very fast. Do elk have hooves? Are they bovine? Technically, are all deer bovine?
2: I think they all have I think I
0: think they qualify as hooves, you know? I, it's not really, I guess, a thing you ever think about, but deer definitely have hoof-like things. Yeah, hook deer
2: do, right? Yeah, yeah they're, deer, do.
0: they're deer family members. <laughs> I've never I've never shot an elk, so I don't really know. But are deer bovine? I believe they are.
1: Yeah. This is beyond Teddy. my biology knowledge
2: <laughs> yes. of how
1: these families and... Fucking whatever the words are.
0: <laughs> yeah, the class, fan, what is class that, uh, family King genius. Game Phillips came over for gay sex is what uh, my high school... I, of course, that's teacher, the like, one you would about. remember. Uh, yeah. Well, a lot of people say great sex, but my high school out, teacher's was like, well, we did used to say a different one. <laughs> 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 or uh, what? Yeah, no, there's all kinds of ridiculous uh, name memory things. Mm. But... Yeah, so it's just, it's really interesting, the human psychology and loving, loving big predators, but not showing the same amount of affection for large, like herb, herbivorous, herb herbivores, herbivores, <laughs> herbivores. Uh, there, there has to be a word for herbivorous creatures, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, so they don't show the same respect for herbivores, which is just fascinating. But, I mean, there's something, I think, that's just majestic and powerful. And, uh-huh. But why can't you say the same thing about a moose? Oh, I
1: can. I can be. I mean, I guess it's more of, like, you have to commit some thinking towards it to kind of get to that point, whereas it may be a little more natural to be like, oh, oh wolf's badass fucking killer. Yeah, But it is, it is kind of funny that uh, I'm sure that bias seeps in, and it's like people don't necessarily see the, the way their brain works and I mean the same is true with like the animals that we choose to lose our minds over about saving from extinction and stuff like that it's like yeah you know it's got to be yeah, cool like in no some one gives way. a fuck
0: about the thousand inter, uh, insect species that mm. disappear every year but the, like the birds can't can not not have a bird right
1: or the whales which I don't really
0: have a problem with but which right
1: it's great I mean that's great too but it's I don't know it seems a little shallow <laughs>
0: The psychology for my for my psychology man is fascinating.
1: It is. It's beyond fascinating, and it's one of the things I've always chuckled about is how we call it like a bias. It's like you know maybe your your recency bias. You know you pay more attention yeah. to the most recent things, or your confirmation bias. Where it's like, well, no, that's just like how humans are. Like that's not our bias. Like we're biased that we think we would be other way. Like otherwise, think but differently. It's,
0: it- Yes and no. Like yes, yes, you don't really have an option. You don't have a choice necessarily to consider these things the way you do. But you are biased. Like, like yes, you are in comparison the definition of bias, right? Because you're comparing yourself to
1: like a perfectly rational thinker, which is just like not a helpful comparison. So you
0: have bias. It's just not necessarily significant, or it's not significant at all. You know. Well, it's just
1: like the way to think about it isn't like usually i'm rational and think clearly and in this case something in my brain tricked me and i couldn't think clearly like no usually i think this way which is not rational and clear thinking and sometimes i can see through the fog and go oh that wasn't having
0: a bias inherently irrational i don't think so
1: i guess not irrational perhaps I guess I it's it's I, not I, like it's not like usually it's not like rigorously logical or something like that.
0: I mean like I have a bias against walking the the streets of Denver between the hours of like three AM and six AM. Mm-hmm. But I've also on the Denver police Twitter seen a lot of shootings happen during those times. <laughs> Well, that's
1: so, a nice account to so follow. So not only shoot. does
0: my lifestyle contribute to the bias, it's also the I don't love hearing about shootings that almost explicitly occur between pretty much three and five. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like, like it, I don't see that as an irrational bias to carry, and especially, like, especially if you're going to broaden your idea of bias to I'm biased against walking during these hours. Well, I'm usually asleep during those hours, so yeah, of course, I'm biased towards that against that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: no it's it's yeah it is useful to think about broad bias a little more broadly just kind of like analyzing your own decision making and why you feel certain for sure.
0: ways for sure
1: and not it. overly doing it too like you see a lot of people who are like you know try to assign these things to like this super you know ooh, this pivotal moment in my life or something it's yeah. like well I don't think you get it
0: probably not
1: it's like you've, you've been alive, and your behavior has been shaped for you know decades and decades, and you think there's one moment. And you've
0: only really had the opportunity to work in your own, especially like at our age for like six years. Yeah, yeah. And even in your own is still a tough... It's really not true. That's the same. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I find it hard to believe that you, even as Mr. Psychology, walk around telling yourself that I'm not rash. That you, being I... I'm not rational mm-hmm. most of the time. I don't believe you.
1: Oh, it's hard to remember. And it's not... A lot of the time, it's just not important. Like, I'm not trying to be rational all the time. Like, I you, just like at some point, you just realize, like, that's just silly. Like, that's not what I'm trying to do all of the time because it's not important all the time.
0: I think you should be trying to be rational the majority of the time. But with the idea of... With the firm grasp on when it's significant (laughs) right which is obviously impossible but it's a it's a reasonable thing to strive for
3: it
1: it is it i don't know i i've i've like overly pursued it at times and it really ruins things like if you're if you're always trying to make decisions that make (laughs) sense like
0: it's really ruining things for me right now
1: sometimes because you realize (laughs) like you just can't or like you realize it's just like now i have to fucking what do i have to scrutinize everything i do to every purchase i make at yeah, the grocery my store like
0: of this is just painful right
1: and, and yeah you kind of learn this balance where you, you can kind of identify the important things usually pretty clearly and like the other stuff you just kind of go okay well i'm kind of on autopilot for that
0: yeah. No, I, I, that's all fair. It's just, it's just a funny, it's a funny, it's a funny conversation to have with yourself, especially knowing you and knowing uh-huh. you. These <laughs> concepts of irrationality are likely things that don't jive very well with our, at least, at least my approach to life. Right. With our
1: self-images.
0: For sure. Yeah. For sure. Our self-images, but also just our thoughtful, our, our desire to be thoughtful, not necessarily our thoughtful nature, mm-hmm. but our desire to be so.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because our thoughtful nature also sounds a little bit conceited. Well, we wouldn't like Not to reveal I stopped me before. How, we, right, <laughs> how we really think about ourselves. Uh, supreme beings for the most part. But other than that. <laughs> but i we should probably wrap it up. Uh, I think we've had ourselves a good show. I think I think the takeaways here, a quick recap, if you just want to skip to the like, two hour and 15 minute mark. Uh, labels are fucking stupid. Don't apply them to yourselves or others. Uh, animals are cool as hell. The psychology of our interaction with animals is also cool as hell, um, and it's hilarious the human obsession with them. But also, I don't know, they're part of our—they're a very significant part of our world, so it all makes sense, kind of. And then, two or not two—I don't know why I said two. Lastly, Sean and I are better than everybody else. That's life. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the takeaways I was going to go with. The key takeaways: better than everyone else.
1: Well, thank you for summarizing my opinion exactly.
0: Thank you, thank you. I uh, I like to think I know you pretty well, and I can uh, I can generally get you on board.
1: <laughs> you can generally get me on board.
0: And also, also the the listeners do not know drunk uh, Sean as well as I do. Drunk <laughs> Sean, drunk Sean. I would like to say has a bone to pick with sober Sean regarding uh, his logical ability and his perhaps lack of general. Uh, Rational thinking, or at least <laughs> reminders to himself.
1: <laughs> well, well, maybe we'll have to break that out sometime I and will, see what uh, Chan oh, says. Oh,
0: shit, I forgot to. Something exciting on the horizon. Uh, we will have a live episode coming up soon. Not that, like, not live as in, like, you'll get it right away, but you will get both of us in one room recording in one space. The audio will
1: be impeccable. Probably not, but we will be in the same not. place.
0: Maybe I should buy. If you want buy a mic for that situation, I don't know.
1: I was thinking like about trying could, to bring mine, but I don't even know if that's allowed on an I airplane. Think bring
0: your computer, so we can just get on it like that. But okay, whatever. We'll figure that out. We'll we'll discuss the logistics in a different way. Uh, <laughs> probably not publicly. <laughs> but, probably not publicly. Yeah, but so, about
1: uh, two two weeks. Two and weeks and some from change.
0: No, a week from Friday. Is it or a week mm. from Thursday? No, two weeks from Thursday. Two weeks from Thursday. Is it? Two? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because this two weekend. Weeks. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Two yeah.
1: Weeks. So whenever that so, ends up being yeah, out into the world.
0: From, uh, well, yeah. As we all know, Sean's pretty fucking lazy. But
1: well, is. <laughs>
0: well, when
1: I have to fill out a resume, that's it's usually what I word, put at
0: the but... top. <laughs> pretty fucking lazy, quote unquote. <laughs> So yeah, we will be uh, recording in the same space in the dang near future, uh, as Sean and Haley are gracious enough to spend some of their valuable vacation time with me, and I very much appreciate that.
1: And we're extremely excited.
0: We're going to do as much, uh, as many Denver slash Colorado activities as possible, but my goal is almost always drink, so we'll see if I can Mm. get a a man known as, the the artist formerly known as the Big T to come out.
1: (laughs) You might find him in, hey, we might even be following CDC guidelines, whatever those are worth because if anyone believes them at all anymore.
3: But it's kind of
0: nice. One quick passing shot at the the CDC. And with that, uh, I think this is the end of the 11th episode. You have yourself a wonderful evening, brother. I love you, man.
1: You too. Love you too, buddy.
0: (laughs) All right, bye.
2: Bye.